0: Hey, this is uh, Liam Anderson recording the uh, the first what I hope to be a long series of sort of just stuff I find interesting. Um, you may know me from uh, my podcast, of which I'm one third. Well, there's your problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters. Uh, I don't know how long this will last. This is just uh, an oral history sort of of things I find interesting. Next week, I'm going to talk about uh failed products i'm going to talk about mcdonald's failed sandwich the arch deluxe i'm going to talk about pepsi blue uh it really is just things i find interesting so without any further ado uh let's get into the history of dip and snooze so talk about those we should probably talk about tobacco what is tobacco so tobacco uh is a plant uh Solacanae. And it's related to potatoes and tomatoes and there are two kinds of tobacco plants cultivated for uh consumer use we'll say so there's nicotinia tobacco and nicotinia rustica uh tobacco is sort of the more popular of the two uh rustica is sort of a wild known as wild tobacco uh while it creates a a fuller you know more flavorful experience. It's also uh, harder to cultivate. It's more of a pain in the ass to refine. So the vast majority of products, you know, you'll see will use nicotinia tobacco. Uh, In terms of tobacco cultivation, how it works is that uh, the nicotine content is found pretty much in the leaves. So you'll cultivate those, you'll cut apart the plant uh, and then you'll dry the leaves out. Uh, You can see this in these massive warehouses, uh, sometimes in Connecticut, sometimes in Virginia, North Carolina. Uh, And then further down, we'll talk about uh, what are dip and snus. So those are the products I'm going to talk about today. There are other kinds of oral tobacco uh, found in Africa, found in India. Uh, I didn't find a ton of scholarly research on those, and I haven't used them. I have used both dip and snus personally. Um, just in case anyone's asking where the word snus comes from. It's a translation of the word snuff uh, into Swedish. Um, so to talk about dip and snooze, we have to talk about snuff. And that's introduced uh, to European nobility by John Nico, which is where we get the word nicotine, to Catherine Medici um, for her headaches. And it had been brought back on Colombian expeditions. Uh, Columbus talks about natives who had drank smoke, the indigenous populations have used it, have used it for thousands and thousands of years prior to European contact and colonization. Uh, So this was uh, used originally by indigenous populations brought back to Europe uh, and then sort of so on and so forth. Um, Let's talk about how you produce. uh, Well, first let's talk about uh, the difference between dip and snooze, the two products I want to talk about today. So dip is oral chewing tobacco you put it in your mouth uh between your gum and cheek it makes you spit and if you ever hear me talk about on the podcast uh spitters and that sort of thing you spit because it gives you heartburn if you don't snooze uh because it's pasteurized as opposed to fermentate fermentation which is what happens to dip uh snooze doesn't give you that irritation you can keep it under your you put it in your upper lip and you can keep it there all damn day if you'd like to so let's talk about the processes used to create both. Now, both are, uh, you, you start with milling, uh, which is snooze. That's just fine, medium, fine, medium, and then like rough. Like that's, it's only cut into a few grades or milled. Dip, however, is cut from the leaves of the tobacco into you'll see long cut, you'll see wide cuts, fat cuts, stuff like that. Most popular is for sure long cut. Uh, then you mix, you know, various... Tobacco is together, uh, water and salt are added, uh, and then snooze, uh, it's sweated. That's when, uh, the snooze is pasteurized. However, dip is, like I said, it's fermented. So that step is only really for snooze and then number five packaging. So let's talk about dip. So dip is, originates in the United States, sort of, um, native populations have been observed sort of using a stick to put tobacco in their mouths and then chewing it or just chewing the leaves. Uh, but it's, it's really how it starts is you take nasal snuff, uh, which is a precursor to both dip and snooze. Uh, and it goes in your nose. You take that, you put it on a stick, you put it in your mouth. Okay. So very odd way to do it, but uh, nevertheless, um ton of snuff mills spring up around the industrial revolution. Philadelphia itself is the center of this. Uh, there are 27 st- snuff mills uh, in 1794 they employ 4,000 people throughout the city. Um, you know, so it's a pretty big industry. Uh, where you start to see uh, dip is in about 1822 Copenhagen's introduced schools introduced in 1934. Uh, Like I said, this evolves out of the tradition of taking the snuff and putting it on a stick and then putting it in your mouth. Uh, But so that's that. Um, A a fact I learned, uh, Ben Franklin actually, tobacco was so popular Ben Franklin was able to help build the United States as post-war credit uh, by trading 5,000 casts of tobacco uh, for 2 million livres uh, to uh monarchist france Uh dip actually becomes especially popular amongst southern women. That's really how the trend starts. Uh and then uh it becomes like I said popular after the Industrial Revolution. I did want to talk about sort of obviously uh dip in the American South is produced by slave labor. Uh I read an article that had been published in the eighties about how you know the these massive warehouses uh obviously in tobacco country duke university duke himself was uh the guy himself was a a tobacco uh king so yeah obviously the stuff is produced via slave labor uh until slavery is abolished but i did want to make note of that and not sort of fuck around and pretend that that wasn't happening um and then i wanted to talk about snooze for a bit so snooze comes to sweden you know after uh it's introduced to europe uh and the swedes sort of before we do start packaging it with salt preservatives and uh, putting in their mouths and then that's packaged eventually they introduce what are called portions uh if you ever see a, a, a tin of dipping tobacco you'll sometimes see uh pouches so same thing you t- uh snooze can be found in pouches can be found uh sort of loose uh, you take a pouch and you put it under your tongue, but it's introduced to Sweden. Uh, the Swedes start to, uh, to popularize it. There's a few uh, huge guys that really do popularize it. And now it's sort of entering uh, its comeback. So if anyone's interested, a lot of the research I did uh, comes from this book snooze the complete guide to brands manufacturing and art of enjoying smokeless tobacco by mats jansen it's a fucking great book uh i thought it was funny that uh at one point the the snooze i used to prefer siberia is labeled as a nicotine catapult and nothing else and i just had these visions of some guy just you know mad scientists like dropping oodles and oodles of nicotine into like a vat and just sort of hoping for the best but uh So that was the first run of uh, my as yet untitled project. I don't know how it's going to go. If you guys hated it, um, please be gentle. Uh, I'm very sensitive. But if you guys liked it and you have any suggestions or things you want to see, let me know. My DMs are open. Um, Yeah, so that's it. See you next time.